0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, and welcome to Alive Again. That's right. Pet loss does not have to be forever. That's why we name the show Alive Again. You're going, what? Well, my name is Brent Atwater, and I'm considered the world's authority on animal reincarnation. How in the world did you do that, you're asking? I've researched this for about 20 years and have written about four books, have a huge group on Facebook. Now, y'all come on over there. It's a lot of fun. We have some really interesting stuff on it, and we'd like to help heal your heart. So join our pet loss group, on Facebook and ask your heart's questions. Now, what we're going to do today is to talk about contacting your deceased pet. There's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. And we are blessed to have Cindy with us today who's going to give us an example of contacting a pet from the other side and we're going to use it as an educational opportunity for those of you who do want to contact your pets so that you do it the right way and that you don't open the wrong energy portals and you don't bring energies that come and stay with you that you really don't want there or that you don't want to be talking to Bubba's dog next door that you never liked anyway. So, one of the things that we'd like you to do if you want to follow along with us is get your book out, Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Always Wanted to know about animal afterlife and we're going to talk to pets on the other side for just a minute we're going to take a break then we'll be right back
1: sit stay we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact dog shelter blues the new novel by mark conkling This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets, struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com and come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: We're back. And for those who are new listeners and you want to know where can you get these books, they're on iTunes, iBooks, you name them, Kobo Books, Nook, Amazon. They're everywhere, everywhere, and even in the library. So, Cindy, welcome. How are you today? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Thank you for being here, and we really want to let you know how much we appreciate, and I'm thanking you for everybody out there who might not quite know how to do communication with somebody from the other side or to meditate and contact their pet. And we appreciate all you're going to share with us so that everybody else will be able to use this show to help them get a better connection with their pet. So tell us your story and we'll move right along.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, I do appreciate the opportunity to be able to tell this because I wanted to tell it in the group, but I wasn't sure how to come across with that. After reading the uh, I'm Home, a cat's journey, and I've seen where you had the end of the stories of how you can contact your pet and actually be able to feel their presence and literally physically feel them. And I decided, well, Sunday morning would be a great time. I was downstairs by myself. So I uh, said the incantation basically. uh, I thought pretty much with how it was in the book, but I believe I left a word or two out.
0: Let me put a little teach right in there. When we, in the book and in Animal Reincarnation, when you read these things, the reason we have very specific wording is because if you change the intent or the wording at all, then you change the energy. So that's something that everybody wants to know. Be sure you use the exact wording. Okay, go ahead, Cindy.
2: Right, and, you know, I did read that at, at the end. It did say, make sure you do this just exactly how it is. I and, probably should um, have
0: put that up first.
2: <laughs> and she, well, I mean, it wasn't a fact. You know, it's just kind of like going back with what I thought I had in my memory, which yeah. obviously isn't what it used to be. But I um, waited, <laughs> exactly, waited for her energy to come around because you know, generally it's easier to just call her name and, and know that I feel her. But okay, now when you say call her, her, her name, time.
0: you're calling a cat. Is that correct?
2: Right, I'm, I'm sorry, yes, I let that detail out. Yes, I'm calling my cat, Ichi, okay. and, which I could just call her name, and generally I could get a response or something from okay, her. Okay,
0: now, for those who are new to this, Cindy, here's what you want to teach them. When you say normally you could get a response, are you talking about that you would feel her in the room or you could see her out of the corner of your eye, or that you could sense her presence. Because people who are new to this, which is one of the reasons we have this show, is to help teach people. We try to give as much information so that people can understand how to use the tools from this show when we have educational series like this. And so when you say she normally responds, Act as if you are somebody who doesn't know anything about that response and tell the listener what you mean by if it you respond to.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you do it. I'm glad I'm here and got you right here beside me because that's <laughs> a lot of details. I'm used to talking to people, I guess, who do know or know well, how I am.
0: Right. And, and for uh, folks everywhere, all over the world, we're doing this very slowly. And so if we're talking and you are aware of all this, then just bear with us. Because what we're trying to do is to bring a new awareness to everyone that your pets are just across the veils. And all you have to do is sense them, feel them, and touch them. And this is what we're trying to teach you to do. So if you have any questions, email me, Brent, at PetLifeRadio.com. And we'll try to answer you or go to our Facebook group. And there's Cindy's there and I'm at. Uh, there's a whole cadre of people from all over the world that will help answer your questions. Go ahead, Cindy.
2: Okay, great. Uh, the uh, When I say that she responds, it's it's uh, a sense.
0: Okay. And I,
2: I guess it's not something everybody in the house is going to know. It's going to be something just I would know. And that Do particular day. you feel day, her with
0: your heart? I feel her with
2: my heart and in my mind. And okay. And we had such a connection that she could look at me and I knew what she was saying. That's a telepathic so connection even. for all of you who are
0: right. new out there. Uh-huh.
2: And, uh, I, you know, it was real hard because this is just day three after having put her down. And she uh, she wasn't around that day. And I was wanting to do what, you know, your book had said it would or could do. And uh, like I said, I, I did leave a word, obviously a word or two out, and um, never felt any kind of feeling or presence physically or any of it. So I just kind of gave up. And that night when I went to bed, there was something in my room, and it was scary, and I'm not scared of these things. And uh, my husband had already fell asleep, and I just kind of squinted over to the center of the bed, and I wouldn't look. I wouldn't look around and see what was going on. I could just feel something. Uh, To me, I could it was a presence that felt like it was moving, circling the bed, almost as if it was a cat that was on the floor wanting to jump up, but wouldn't. So I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't look so scared of what I might would see if I did open my eyes. So that kind of freaked me out. And I called my mom the next day and told her about it and, and told maybe one or two people that I'm close to work. And it just kind of, you know, left me hanging there for a while. And that's when I wanted to tell the group about it. But I wasn't sure how to come across. And a week or two passed. And uh, the night before I adopted the cat that I have now, Rainbow, and I felt it one more time. And it was different this time. This time, um, it felt evil. And again, I was scared. And I did open my eyes this time and look around the room. And I could feel, couldn't say I could physically look, but if anybody has ever seen anything in the peripheral vision, I could see something at the foot of my bed as if it was a human staring at us that had ooh. red glowing eyes.
1: Oh, and it chills very all
2: very evil. Yeah, it was a very evil presence. And I told it to leave, and I prayed over it. And at this point, it does not feel like it's in the house anymore, that it is gone. But that was an experience I have never felt before. So that was something I did want to get across to those who read your books that maybe are not experienced at all in any of it, who want to try it, that yes, they do need to be careful with it. Because I have been dealing with this since I was young, and I thought, well, I can just I can call this up. I don't need... Actually, I don't know if it's because I didn't think I needed the exact words or if I just forgot the word. That well, a lot a of feels- times
0: Let me add something here. a lot of times, when people have been in the energy field and working with the other side, they have their own set parameters to use their protection prayers and everything like this. And a lot of times, I'll get healers and other people who will come to me and say, "Whoa, I opened a vortex, and there's some strange things of the black blob boys coming in that float over your bed, and they look like a uh, little Paisley print and commas and they float over your bed and they come look at you and stuff like this and people go oh this stuff isn't real well if you've ever opened a portal like you obviously did it is real and it's very important and I'm going to revise the book thanks to this show to put up there be sure you use these very exact words so that you will understand the necessity of specificity when you're doing something like this and for those of you who work in energy i don't care what you've been working in animal energy is a lower vibrational frequency doesn't mean they're a lesser being it just means they operate at a lower vibration and a human operates at a different vibration a horse operates at a different vibration so does a dolphin or anything else but animals literally carry a lower vibrational frequency which means when you're dealing in that, sometimes if you're not really careful, you can edge out into some peripheries where you open what they call vortexes or energetic doors and everybody and his brothers coming in to see you. And so that's one of the things that we're going to talk about right after this break. We'll look forward to seeing you on the other side. Well, not that side, but, you know, when the sponsors finish.
1: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Brandi Stark, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Let's talk pets on
1: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet
0: We're back. Just like your pet can be back from the other side. And we have with us Cindy today who is being such a sport for helping us understand that contacting your pet on the other side is something not to take as a game. And it's something that's serious. And when you cross the veils, it's something to protect yourself from. Cindy has graciously told her story about having had a bad experience and we're going to take that today and she's volunteered to be the newbie and pretend as if she's just starting a session and then we're going to talk about it educationally. So, you who are sitting out there and do want to get in touch with your pet can do so. Now, one of the things that's really important to know is when you're following these instructions in the book Animal Reincarnation, be sure to use the exact words. Second thing is be sure that you are protected and you surround yourself with the Christ white light. And there is in there a protection prayer that says, I ask, it is my intent, and I surround myself in a seamless mirrored cocoon of the Christ white light or whatever your higher being is to protect me now, forevermore, and always. And you always want to do that. And you want to protect your home so that when you open an energy portal that you Don't bring in negative energies. And for you who don't quite understand that, when you cross over the veils, which is basically accessing a higher level of energy and asking your body to recognize an energy across the line that your mind uses 10% of, what you are doing is... Opening a portal, which means you're looking at everybody on the other side, and when I'm doing a reading as an animal communicator about and for an animal, when I open that original portal, all of a sudden, there's a thousand cats in the room if I'm reading one cat, and I have to ask the specific animal that I'm talking to to step up and let me talk to it. Now, if you listen to the first half of our show, you found that Cindy said that she was so depressed she didn't get any response. One of the things that's really important for you to know is depression will push away their energy. Just like if you take a rock and skip it across the pond, it takes ripples and pushes it out and pushes it out. Well, anxiety will push your energy field out like those ripples. Depression will push your energy field out like those ripples so that you have a field of contraindicatory energy that's pushing against the very energy that you want to welcome in, which is your pet. So be aware that you need to release your grief and you need to not focus on the dead body, but you need to focus on the living spirit in order to interface with the energy now one of the things if you want to talk to Cindy about her experience and if you want Cindy to help you with this she can be found on our Facebook group Animal Reincarnation we're a closed group so that you can talk freely and it's also to honor our members feelings during this really sensitive time after having suffered the death of their precious pet and Cindy will be glad to help you with this she's there she's a wonderful member and uh, she's doing a great job of interfacing with everybody and helping you understand how to deal with energy, how to shape shift energy and how to stay safe while you're doing it. Okay, Cindy, let's take it one at a time and let's step by step so we can teach everybody out there how we're gonna do this. Okay. You're up.
2: Okay. So the well I guess when I was calling her trying to call her spirit into the room. I honestly don't remember what I said. I think it was I asked that Itchy shows up right now. Something to that effect. I said it three times. And I waited for a response and got nothing.
0: Okay. Now, were you wearing shoes? Did you have on tennis shoes or anything like that?
2: Probably no. I would say I was probably barefooted.
0: Okay. For everybody out there, you really do better when you're working with the other side if you're barefooted. So, that's a check mark. Remember, try and stay barefooted when you do that. Okay? And when she said she calls itchy right now, one of the things that uh, you want to do is you want to say first, may I have permission, Itchy, to contact you? Because a pet has a soul, and he may be running around with his boyfriend on the other side or sitting there with a big old, you know, glop of energy food that he's having a good time with. So be sure, and the first thing you want to do is ask your pet's permission to contact them on the other side. That's one of the things you do. Okay, the second thing you want to do after, because sometimes I've had a pet say to me, nope, don't want to talk to you today. Now, if you don't get a response, you are allowed to just call your pet, but you're really better off if you say, may I have permission to talk to you, and you'll hear the answer in your heart. So when she said, itchy, come to me now, one of the things that you want to do is to protect yourself, and you want to say a protection prayer, and would Cindy, would you tell them why they want to say a protection prayer first?
2: Uh, Well, because it does open up a portal for something else to come in. And I did believe you kind of give a warning of that. And I figured that since I have a new part of it, that that was close enough. And I'm at home, and it's my cat. I figured she'd just come to me, but um, obviously it didn't. And that evil feeling and the negative presence that was left in my house told me different.
0: (laughs) And one of the things when you have something occur like that, it's um, one of the things you need to do to remove the negative energy or there's two prayers you can say. One is, I command you to leave my space now, forevermore and always. I command any and all energy and entities to leave my space now, forevermore and always. I command any and all energy and entities to leave my space now, forevermore and always. Now, the reason you want to do that is, Cindy, tell them how this thing sort of stayed around.
2: It lurked or it hid in corners because, like I said, it did leave the negative energy in the house. But that first night, being early in the day, I didn't get anything or felt anything from itchy. And that night at bedtime, I could feel something in the room. And honestly, at first I thought it was hard, but then I could feel something scary, which I don't scare easy, but I felt like a child that night and inched my way to the center of the bed, and I could feel the presence of something circling the bed as though it wanted to jump in the bed, or more or less, it felt like it wanted to pounce on me. Oh, wow. And how long did this last? For that night, it probably lasted a good 15, 20 minutes. Um, I was real close to waking my husband up, but I chose not to. I expected it to just go away, but it didn't. It stayed for a good long time. Mm. I mean, 15 to 20 minutes is a long time to me. Generally, if it's a spirit encounter, for me, any time I've ever known it, it's been a quick just a glimpse of your eye or peripheral vision type thing, and this was this lasted too long <laughs> for my comfort level.
0: Did it last several days, or did it stay in your house, or what?
2: It left the negative energy uh, around the house, I would say, for uh, at least two weeks uh Maybe a little longer, but when we did adopt the new kitty cat a half, the night before I went to pick her up was the last interaction I had with it, and then it, um, it didn't circle the bed that night. It was more or less at the foot of the bed, and it felt like a, it had went from an animal to a human presence sitting at the foot of the bed with red glowing eyes. And Not funny. That No, that scared me once again, and again, I was in the center of the bed, and... I did look around the room that night it seemed as if anything I knew that was in my room that, that would generally make shadows in my room, mm-hmm. just from the, the night light, it did seem as those shadows moved and that was a little
1: creepy.
0: Well, the reason it looks like those things were moving is because the frequency in the room has changing. And so when you look, and folks, the way you know this is like when you watch a heart monitor and you see a heartbeat, the frequency changes in a zigzag pattern on an EKG. Well, that's a monitor of energy. So when Cindy was looking out and she was looking at what she called familiar shadow patterns of the wall, because the energy in the room was different than what she was used to looking at and perceiving, it created a an energy that looked as if it was moving. And that's the reason, because the energy pattern... In the room was literally different. Now, one of the ways that you can remove energies around you or energy patterns in your room or entities in your room, which usually if it shifts to an interdimensional or a a gray or intergalactic or you've pulled a portal up of uh, negative beings, you can say, I ask, it is my intent, and I command any and all energy or entities. To leave my space now, forevermore, and always. And let me say that again. I ask, it is my intent, and I command any and all energy or entities to leave my space now, forevermore, and always. Now, if you get them and you feel like they're attached to you, because sometimes pets will come up and cling to you, their energy will cling to you, and you can feel them, and it'll feel like a cold, thick being, and you want them to go away, you say, I ask, and it is my intent, and I release, remove, and detach any and all energy and entities, now, forevermore, and always. I ask, and it is my intent to remove, release, and detach any and all energy or entities now forevermore and always and you can do that you can use that to from furniture from your house from your land from your being so you can say I ask and it is my intent to remove release and detach any and all energies and entities from my being my house my furniture my property my bedroom whatever now forevermore and always And if you travel, I do this when I go into hotel rooms. I say before I get in the room, I ask it is my intent to remove, release, and attach any and all energy or entities that are in room 407, now, forevermore, and always, so that when I get in there, the room is cleared and the energy is pure. And then you say, and I fill that space with, and I say the Christ white light, so you can fill it with the healing or love-filled or laughter-filled energy of the being that's your higher power. Did it feel cold, or how did it feel to you, Cindy? Yeah,
2: I'm not real sure. I want to say I'm cold by nature anyway because I'm always freezing. I, I didn't know I was cold, but there again, like I said, I'm not sure if it's the energy in the room that made me that way or just with the ceiling fan on because, like I said, naturally, I'm naturally I'll freeze in the summertime. Okay. So, um did not, I guess because I wasn't open to that. Like I said, I was under the covers. that um I didn't feel for it. Just, I'm still thinking back on it, and all of the uh, box that I have seen under my sewing machine is one of the shadows I was talking about that actually took the form of a very large cat, which would have been larger than my itchy. And oh. if, this, if the, yeah, these things moved almost simultaneously, and, and if I hadn't been wide awake, I would have said it was a dream, but <laughs> I hadn't even gone to bed to go to sleep. i just turned the TV off and was getting ready to go to sleep.
0: Now... Any of you who are listening to Cindy tell this story, because I've had this happen on multiple occasions, and you get tingles on your neck or you get goosebumps, that's a sign from the universe that we call God bumps. And that's a sign of confirmation of truth. And one of the things that you can ask a being when it comes into your room, you can say, do you serve the light or do you serve the dark? And by the universal laws, they are required, keyword, required to answer you light or dark. So you ask three times because that's the universal number, and they have to answer within three times. And you say, do you serve the light or do you serve the dark? And if they say that they serve the dark, at that point in time, I would instigate the prayers to remove, release, and detach from my space now, forevermore, and always, and send them away. And the reason you say now is because you want them gone now, and that's like in a split second. The reason you say forevermore is because forevermore means in this incarnation. And the reason you use the word always is because always means in all of time, in all of parallel lives, in all of incarnations. So you say now, gone, forevermore in this incarnation and always, which means in all of time. And that way you don't ever have to deal with that energy or entity again in all of your being in any of the times that you do come back. So that's important to know. Anything else you want to share, Cindy?
2: I do have a question about that. That Mm -hmm. also, when you open up that parameter, when you are doing a prayer and asking for a spirit to come to you in that way, if any other spirit on the outside, or that's outside that realm, like you said, you're surrounded by a million cats when you try to contact just the one. Yeah. In that same sense, that when you're trying to do this, that these other spirits realize, hey, there's a connection, they can hear me, they can see me. Well they use you as a portal to get through and it can be evil or good or anything else. And you can bring anything through, not just your pet, but
0: Yes. Yes. It's like opening a faucet and everybody's going, Woohoo, look at here. Yeah. Anybody wanna talk to Earth? Let's come on <laughs> down like Bob Barker. Let's come on down. And they're all trying to come in. It's like when I do dogs. I mean, I did this lady's cat in Italy and I was standing there and I kept trying and I said, and I said, okay, come up and show me because I always ask, show me something that your mom will know. And I use three signs so that show me three things that only your mommy will know. So we know it's the right cat. Well, I went through seven cats and I told the lady, I said, ma'am, if I don't get your cat by the eighth one. I'll have to go and do this another day because she's obviously not in the room or these everybody, all these other stronger energies are pushing her over. Well, it got to the eighth cat and thank you. She did show up, but we went through seven cats who were just bullies and just pushed their little energy way right up front. And I'd say, show me one and hold his paw up. And I'd describe it to her. She said, no, that's not my cat. And I'd say, okay, go on. And another would come up and start doing something else. And they just really are showing off and trying to get attention because they're on the other side, they want to be heard, and they've got something to say. Doesn't matter whether they're good energy, doesn't matter whether they're bad energy. If you use the protection prayer, I ask It is my intent to surround myself in a seamless mirrored cocoon of the Christ white light to protect me now, forevermore, and always. If you do that, then you can walk in a room in all darkness, and only those who serve the light will come to you. It's very important to do that protection prayer because that way, You'll only bring in good spirits, so you just don't think call a, them up.
2: I think it's going to be important too to do, like you said, and, and kind of lose some of that grief that you're stricken with when you lose your pet, because they are a member of your family. And it's just like it's just as sad for me as it was when I lost my dad, and mm-hmm. um, still to this day, of you know, that physical body's gone. But I don't forgot what I was saying. But um, it is—I would say, just was I say—it would probably be just as important for anybody else who wants to do this which I did not do because I would say I was, didn't want to go back upstairs and get the book. Use the book. Read the words when you say it. You don't try to memorize it. But that way you get each word in and you're you're safer that way.
0: Well, I think a lot of people are going, I don't know if this is real. Let me tell you something, folks. If you've never uh, had an opportunity to have the uh, dark meet you face to face, you just sort of think this is a fun party game or a parlor trick or something like that. And you just go blithely along until it stares you straight in the face. And then every hair on your body just turns cold and everything inside of you, everything you thought you weren't afraid of is standing in front of you. It is real. There is energy that is not Good energy, and one of the things that I do call energy like that is I call it the moths. And the brighter your light, the more moths you draw. And here's an example. If you are a stadium light, how many thousands of moths are around a stadium light? Lots. Okay? If you're a back porch light, then they are just a few. But I always call the dark side moths. But here's the most important thing to remember, and this is critical to remember. Dark balances light. So the brighter you shine, the more moths you're going to have there to balance you. Let me say that again. The brighter you shine, the more moths you're going to have to balance you. And the point being is if you protect yourself, I ask, it is my intent to surround myself in a seamless mirrored cocoon of the Christ's white light or whatever your higher power is. You can walk and go to dinner with the moths and they can't hurt you. But it is real because everybody goes, oh, my soul is protected. Therefore, I can call my kitty kitty or my horse or my dog any way I want to. We're not talking about your soul. We're talking about your body and your physical space on earth. That's what we're protecting because when Cindy's in bed, she's looking at an entity that transcends physical limitations and energy. So when you say your prayer, it's about the physical body you're in and the physical property you're on because you are asking to communicate with an energy that is outside the physical realm, and you are protecting the physical realm that is around you since you're the one on earth, and they're the one floating around on the other side. Any questions?
2: No, I think right now I'm good. The um, answered the one I had. I do know that for those who may not believe it, I'm not going to say my husband doesn't believe it because he does support me with everything uh go through and talk about but he also felt that energy he didn't experience it to the depth and realm that i did but the where you talk about the tingling on the 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 uneasiness and the tingling on the back of your neck and the hair standing up yep that he did experience yep so when i you know when i told him about it he knew i was serious and something was there and he knew i was scared
0: yeah you can just see and i'm going to share with the listeners out there a quick story i never knew about this but it's real The bottom line is I went to an old woman who was um, she's been a psychic for many years. And I said, I think this stuff is real. and I think I've got some problems with it. And she said, well, here's one of the things you can do. She said, you can take cornmeal, yellow cornmeal and sprinkle around the parameters of your house and it'll help ward off spirits. Well, I was trying. I had opened a portal when I was all new at this and gotten some spirits and I wanted to get rid of them. So I go to the grocery store and I buy 185 pounds of yellow cornmeal. And the fella at the grocery store is going, uh, lady, are you having a fish fry? I said, yep, we're going to have a whole lot of hush puppies. And so off I go. And the <laughs> bottom line was, I'm at home and I'm sprinkling yellow cornmeal on all the windowsills and doors and all the way around my house. Ha- but it worked. So, as silly as that sounds, I do want to share that story with you. And a lot of people have different ways. And there's in my book called How to live, trust, and accept your spiritual purpose. We talk about all this and ways to protect your physical self and everything. And I'm sure Cindy, if you have any other ideas, we would like you to send me questions. Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. Come on over to our Facebook group, Animal Reincarnation and Cindy's there to help answer your question. She has graciously offered to tell this story, which we thank you so very much so other people won't get in situations. And if you have questions about contacting your pet or talking to a reincarnated pet, please come on our Facebook group. Cindy's there to help me. She'll help steer you in the right direction because she's been where she didn't want to be. And we sincerely, sincerely appreciate her telling us her story today so that other people won't have to do that. And that's about it for today. We hope that you'll join us when we do our next one. We try to do educational shows. You can visit us at www.justplainlovebooks.com. We have a return from Rainbow Bridge video on YouTube and a whole YouTube series in many, many languages, about 10 languages. I have a page called Brent Atwater Pet Loss and Animal Reincarnation that come on over. We do live chats there and we'll look forward to answering your questions because that's my little soul's purpose is to answer your questions and we look forward to helping expand your awareness because you don't have to cry. Fluffy's just changed bodies so we can come back to you or Buffy has just changed bodies and you can touch them and feel them and sense them and communicate with them on the other side. And We try real hard to answer all of your heart's questions because some people say we can't talk about that out loud, but we can and we hope this has given you the strength and we hope that Cindy's story has helped you understand that it's not a game, this is real, and that we're here to help you. So come on over to our Facebook group and listen to us again on our next episode because we're on everywhere and we look forward to seeing you then. Thanks so very much. Bye, bye, bye,
1: bye, bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.